If you want something, if you want a better life, you have to be disciplined. There's no way around it. Yeah, there is no way around it. 110%. I think we've trained ourselves to be addicts to easy things rather than thinking long-term, we think short-term. I'm gonna be crystal clear that if I say that, it's gonna get done. My word to myself is gonna be law. Confidence is just the reputation you have with yourself. You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior. And on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to the Sovereign Man Podcast. I'm your man, Nikki Ballou, and we've got a fantastic guest lined up for you today. Uh, this gentleman's a good friend of mine. He is the creator of The Man Diet. He is the author of the best-selling book, The Lost Art of Discipline, The Fastest Way to Your Ideal Life. I'm speaking, of course, of none other than the one and the only Chad House. Welcome to the show, Chad. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good to have you here, brother. So what we do on this podcast is we say that our vision is to help make men masculine again. And we bring on men like you who have been at the forefront of thinking and creating programs and advocating for masculinity in men. And one of the reasons I'm very glad to have you here is because you've been talking about this subject for a very, very long time. In fact, you're one of the people whose work I started following when I got interested in, in the field. So would you mind sharing your backstory for a bit for my listener? Like what made you dis, uh, realize this was an important topic, it was important for you to serve people this way, and you could make a living out of doing it too? I started a fitness business online 15 years ago, about maybe like 12, 13 years ago. And um, you can only write so much about fitness. So the, the manhood thing was just uh, an interest, uh, more of like a figuring out how to win, figuring out how to be at my best. And I just kind of write content for myself. And that's what came out. And then that turned into the, the man diet, which is the book on how to boost testosterone. The other book, lost our discipline. And then I started the solvement company two years ago and that's the main focus now. Right on. Absolutely. So let's talk about the man diet. Why do you think men need to boost their testosterone? First of all, I know that may sound like a dumb question to which the answer is obvious, but for a lot of people that might not be clear. Yeah, it's just uh, like male testosterone levels are on a decline annually, uh, regardless of age. So our, we're producing less testosterone than ever for men. That just means, um, you're going to have increased likelihood of, of having depression. You're going to carry more body fat. Um, you're, we have a less efficient performing body, a lower sex drive, um, you know, inability to build muscle. So just it degrades who you are as a, a man. Um, it's not like, uh, having high testosterone levels. It's, it's just a health thing. It's not a roid rage, get jacked, 
be aggressive kind of thing. It's, it's just, uh, you're better with higher testosterone levels. So if you care about your health, you should care about your hormones. No, that makes, that makes perfect sense. So why is it in your view that men's testosterone has been dropping for decades? Uh, we're fatter, uh, that, that has something to do with it. Um, more sedentary. I think the chemicals in our environment that, that we're exposed to today are our dad's grandfathers, great grandfathers weren't really exposed to them the same way. So it's a lot of chemicals in plastics, cleaning products, soaps, uh, shampoos, deodorants, all these different things that are a, a natural part of our daily life um, can have an adverse effect on testosterone levels. So I think those three things, uh, you know, more sedentary, we're fatter and the chemicals we're exposed to. I think those are the main things because the the data says that we have lower testosterone levels than previous generation. The previous generation has higher te- lower testosterone levels than the previous generation before them. So they're on a decline, and it seems to be um, that the the chemicals that we're exposed to have uh, an effect on that. Yeah. So the chemicals definitely have had an effect on people, but why do you think? In your opinion, men are less sedentary than they are, or more sedentary than they were. Why do you think that they're not as active? Why do you think they're allowing themselves to be fatter, as it were? Um, I think it's just the like capitalism is an amazing thing, but uh, with innovation, it's made our lives insanely easy. We can order food from our phone. We can watch. TV from our phones. We can just sit on our asses all day. We can earn a living on our asses. We don't really have to do much. So I think it's just the natural progression of, uh, of innovation. It just made life extremely easy and men are just a part of society. So, uh, we go along with it. So, you know, one of my, uh, mentors in the work of men is a fellow by the name of Justin Sterling. And one thing he said to me once is, a man is naturally inclined toward laziness, i.e. that unless he yeah. deliberately cultivates an attitude of discipline, he's naturally inclined toward comfort and wanting to be lazy. And mm-hmm. I would say, in my opinion, a big part of why these natural, these conveniences of the last two or three decades are, are having people be less active is because People are always seeking comfort. People are always seeking uh, to do less. And that's part of why they're getting fatter. That's part of why they're more sedentary. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, It's easier to be lazy. It's just, uh, it's like dopamine as well. We we seek immediate pleasures, immediate desires, and, and we get dopamine it makes us feel good for a second and then bad after that um i think we've trained ourselves to be addicts to easy things rather than thinking long term we think short term and short term laziness is the easiest option of course has long term negative effects but um yeah i think it's just natural if you're a human regardless of man or woman if you're a human uh, you're more inclined to to take the passive path of least effort. It's just that's short term thinking. Yeah, it's definitely short term thinking. Um, so when you put this book together, um, 
your objective was to help men boost their testosterone. And you found that there were ways for a man to eat that would do that. So could you talk a little bit about that? What are, what are some ways that men ought to be eating if they're looking to boost their testosterone? Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's just a, a balanced diet for the most part, like eat a lot of animals, uh, a lot of carbs, like uh, potatoes are amazing. Um, and fruits and vegetables. It's, it's a pretty basic breakdown of your macronutrients. Uh, and then there's certain foods that you should avoid certain foods you should eat more of, but, um, definitely eat your red meat, white meat, eat fish, eat all that stuff and, and make sure your carbs are like the low carb diet has, has kind of a negative effect where if you cut carbs, your cortisol levels increase. And then if you, uh, go all carb, you're not getting the protein. You're not getting the, like if you go vegan or whatever, obviously yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're not getting the, the high quality proteins, the carnitine, the, the, the good kind of fat. So, um, it, it's just a pretty balanced approach to dieting. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay. So you also wrote this really good book called the lost art of discipline. And I think for a lot of men, uh, discipline has become a lost art. Talk, talk a little bit about why you wrote that book, why it's important for men to embrace discipline as a way of life. Uh, that was, man, I wrote that years ago. It was just, uh, you know, the realize I, I, pretty much everything I write, I write for myself trying to, you know, figure things out. And, and that was me trying to figure out the discipline thing. And I put it in book form. Um, but you, like, if you want something, you need discipline. Like we, we're under this myth that there's this select group of people who are supreme, supremely motivated and wake up, they get after it. And, and it's not an, like discipline's not an issue for them. I think that's just a convenient excuse for people to excuse themselves from having to be disciplined the reality is that winners they do what they say they're going to do or they do what they ought to do whether they feel like it or not and i think that's just the basis of discipline and long-term thinkers versus short-term thinkers so um that book was just you know kind of laying out discipline and and how to be disciplined little ticks, uh, uh hacks and tactics to to you know become a more disciplined person if you want something if you want a better life you have to be disciplined there's no way around it yeah there's no way around 110 percent yet a lot of men these days are giving themselves an out when it comes to discipline they say they want something yet they don't do it i was talking to um a group of men yesterday so I, I run a couple programs inside Sovereign Man for Men. And we, we have a program called Battle Ready. It's an initiation program for men getting involved in our movement. Uh, and I was talking to a couple of the men. And one of the men there said that he wanted to make more money. And he wanted to make his bet every day. Yet he hardly ever makes his bet. You know what I mean? And he, he, he put this down as one of three changes he wanted to make. So two of them he made. But the third one, which was making his bet. He didn't make. And I, I asked him, so why didn't you do it? And he hemmed and he hawed and he gave every excuse in the book. And then finally, I, I just, I, I confronted him. I said, you didn't do it because you don't want to do it. You think that you should do it. 
you, you want to look good to other people and tell them, yeah, I, I really want to do this. But the truth of the matter is you don't want to. You don't want to do this. You want to be a lazy slob when you get up. You don't care if your bed's made or not. And that's a fact. And, and I'm giving you one example. And there were four or five other men that we went through this exercise with to see what are the changes you wanted to make in your life and which ones did you do? And each of them had one thing that they thought they should do, but they really had zero commitment to doing it. The things that they actually wanted to do, they got an action over them and they got them done. The things that they thought they should do, they didn't do anything about it. And they just kept feeling bad about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I wonder what would you say to a man who's coming to you and is continuously saying that he wants to do something and he doesn't do it? I don't know. Like the bed example, it's just, you've got to, the only reason why you're making your bed is because you want to be kind of, you want to take care of your shit in every aspect of your life and the bed cleaning your room having a clean house that kind of thing that's just a a foundation or a part of that like you got to understand the the point of it uh, maybe that like they you don't understand the point of it if it's just like a uh something you read or something that's that's nice to do you might not do it but if it's a part of a bigger bigger thing like if 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 you understand that excellence in making money um, and excellence in keeping your house clean, they ha they're tied together, then you might do it. But, um, if someone doesn't want to do it, it's kind of hard to make them want to do it. That's on them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's true. If they don't want to do it, it totally is on them. Uh, yeah. And then if they don't understand why they're going to do it, then they won't really want to do it. Yeah. They don't understand why they're going to do it. So tie tying it into your why is an important thing. Uh, I'd say that's the, the only like thing that would get them to want to do it. Otherwise it's just a, a task that has no meaning. I don't think, you know, it's on them, but yeah, they got to figure it out. Yeah. 100%. They definitely got to figure it out. They got to figure out why they want to do it. And, and, and it, it strikes me that there's a lot of us men in this day and age that get, um, get caught up in wanting to look good rather than really getting clear on what they want. Part of the exercise that we ended up doing last night with our, with our men was to have them be honest with themselves about what was really important to them and stop trying to look good for the world. Um, there was another man in there who'd said he wanted to make three changes. He wanted to make a bunch more money. Uh, you know, he wanted to work out more. And then he said he wanted to cut down on smoking weed. Okay. Myself, I don't smoke weed, don't get it, never have gotten it, but this man smokes weed. And so the first two, he started making more mm -hmm. money. He was working out more often. So he went from like twice a week to five times a week. All that was great. And I said, so you're smoking less weed? He said, no, nah, really don't want to do that. I'm good with smoking the amount of weed that I want to smoke. And I laughed, but I commended him for being honest with himself that yeah. even though he said he wanted to do something, he realized that he really didn't. And sometimes men take on, and I guess women do too, but I mean, we're talking about men here on this podcast. They take on goals because they think other people would want them to take on those goals. And it would look good to the world if they took on those goals, but it isn't necessarily something that they themselves would embrace. 
And and and, I, and that was a powerful yeah, lesson. If it, if it hurts, you get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. If you if it hurts, you get rid of it. But if it doesn't, like I, I like glass of scotch, glass of wine at night, kind of thing. And I like it's maybe not the greatest thing, but you know, a few times a week, it's all good. Yeah. If you like yeah, it, like, what the hell, right? I'm not trying to impress anyone. Yeah. Listen, as long as it doesn't hurt you. I like Kobe beef. Now it's fatty as all get out, right? <laughs> I mean, but I really like Kobe beef. So the other day they were selling some Kobe beef at, at, at a store I like to go shop at, you know, and I, I bought the beef. And as a result, I ate the beef. I, I definitely felt it after I ate it. I wouldn't want to have Kobe beef five days a week, but it was cool to have it the one day. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So Chad, one of the interesting things that got me into following your work was there was a time where you wrote an article on your website about John Wayne movies and what men could learn from John Wayne and John Wayne movies. Now I'm a John Wayne fan. He's still my favorite actor of all time after all these years, but for a lot of younger men, they may not even know who John Wayne is. They may not even understand what, what, what he meant, uh, to the people that watched his movies. And I'm wondering if you would expand upon why you think it's important for men to watch John Wayne movies and what they could learn from watching those movies. Yeah, that was an old article. That was like 15 years ago, I think. Something like that, 13 years ago. I guess that's been that um, long since I've been following your work. It was a great article. Yeah, I still remember good. it. Um, yeah, the old, those old uh, country westerns are just simple. They're like... Well, I can't remember one of the movies. It just kind of shows you how to be a man, take care of your shit, don't complain. The simple things like, you know, be responsible, uh, don't back down, um, fight back. You know, it's just a very clear, blatant look at how to be a man. I think that's the reason why he made a lot of his movies was to, you know, show, show young men how to, how to man up and so forth. And, and, you know, movies today are a little different. They're not the no kidding, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, way. <laughs> they're not the same, not even close. But yeah, every guy should watch those movies. They're just good movies. They're enjoyable. They really you learn are. a little bit along the way. Yeah, yeah. they truly are. You know, yeah. in that article, you um, you said a lot about one of the things that it meant to be a man that John Wayne personified is when he gave his word, he kept it right. Like you could watch a John Wayne movie and know that when he said he was going to do X, X was going to happen no matter what. And I was looking at that and and thinking about my own life and I seek to be that man, but there's no way that I'm that man nearly as often as I ought to be. Um, And one of the things that I think today, most men could benefit from is a kick in the ass when it comes to keeping their word. Because if you're a man who, for example, says you're, you're going to do something to another man and then you don't do it. That other man is going to look at you and go, well, I can't really trust you. Right. Because you didn't keep your word. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Like I think the most important, uh, the most important thing you can do uh, to be successful, to be anything is keep your word to yourself. So the things, I think that's where it starts. If you, if you, um, say you're going to do something to yourself, 
then you should do it 100% of the time. If you say you're going to work out, go work out. You say you're going to do a task, do a task. Everything you say you're going to do in a day, do it. Though that's like even that's even more important than what you say you're going to do to for other people or to other people or whatever. Just because if you follow through on your word to yourself, I, I like I, I just wrote a article about that being a super superpower like i think there's maybe if you look at the comic book world there's maybe a thousand superheroes i'd say there's less than a thousand people on earth that when they say they're going to do something they actually do it i'm talking about like internal thoughts i'm going to do this i'm going to um you know work out i'm going to eat right i'm going to those little things that you say to yourself, uh, I'd say there's less than a thousand people on the planet that actually do that all the time. And those people are in wildly successful. I think that's what sets uh, mediocre people, mediocre men apart from like very good men. It's not ability. It's not anything, but very few people actually do what they say they're going to do, especially to themselves. So if you can get in the habit of doing that, you have more confidence. You're going to automatically follow through on things uh, with other people. Um, but I think that internal conversation is the most important. Yeah, that, you know, that's a very good point. And here's what I've noticed about myself. I'm actually better at keeping my word to other people than I am to myself. I'm, I'm not willing to disappoint others, but I am willing to disappoint myself. And that's a very powerful point you're making as a man. If I'm, if I'm less willing to disappoint myself, then that's how I'm going to strengthen my own foundation of self-belief. Because every time I don't keep my word to myself, I lose a little bit of trust in myself. And over a period of time, my trust in myself isn't going to be very high at all. Yeah, confidence is just the reputation you have with yourself. So if you continually um, don't follow through on the things you say you're going to do to yourself, you're not going to believe that you can do anything. And you're going to have no evidence that you could do anything. But if you simply just do the things and start with a low barrier and don't say you're going to do hundred pushups every day, say you're going to do one and then two and then five. And then before you know, it, you're going to be doing a hundred, but start following through on those things. That, that's how you build confidence. That's how you achieve things. That's how you do everything. You know, I really like the definition you just gave of confidence. Confidence is the reputation you have with yourself. That's powerful, man. Yeah, I think Naval Ravikant said that, I think. Naval Ravikant, think. eh? Cool. I never heard of that guy. Who is that guy? Yeah. Uh, he, he's founder of AngelList. He's smart fella. Naval, at Naval on uh, Twitter. He's a smart fella. N-A-V-A-L? Yep. Naval. All right. I'm going to go check this dude out, man. But I got to tell you, I really like that. And... You know what? One of the things I'm taking out of this conversation for myself and, and I'm taking out of the work I'm doing on myself as a man is how to be better at keeping my word to myself. Part of it is one is there's a lot of dumb things. I shouldn't call them dumb, but there's a lot of little things I tell myself I'm going to do that I really don't have an intention of doing. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know what? I tell myself, yeah, I got a bunch of Amazon boxes in the house. And I tell myself, yeah, I'm going to throw this out. Do you know what I got to do? I got, I got a housekeeper. I'm going to tell my housekeeper, break down those Amazon boxes. Let's get rid of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I really have no intention of doing anything about it. Yet I tell myself yeah. I'm going to do it. So that kind of crap is going to go completely off my list. 
And then there's the other things that aren't little things, the, the things that are important and big and all that good stuff. And for those, I'm going to be crystal clear that if I say that, it's going to get done. My word to myself is going to be law. And that's powerful. And I think every man listening to this podcast can learn from that. Because if every man listening to this podcast made a decision today that from now on, from this point forward, their word to themselves was going to be so much more important than their word to anything else or anyone else, I think the world would change. I think the level of masculine power in, the, in those men would change. I dare I even say it, their level of testosterone would grow up naturally just from being that kind of man. Yeah, it's definitely a better way to live. It's the only way to live. Powerful stuff, man. Powerful, powerful stuff. All right. So, Chad, tell us a little bit about your supplements business. Um, so that I started, uh, it's, I think it's two years ago. Um it's just uh, it's an like it's a very simple industry to be to set yourself apart from because so many supplements are crap. Like it's just they they use proprietary blends. They put little amounts of ingredients. They use bad ingredients. They it's just a bad. It's a horrible industry. So if you want to build a good supplement company, just you know make the best supplements you can possibly make. You put full amounts of each ingredient. You use the best ingredients that are backed by science. And that was started just because I, I used to use greens powders. Um, and then I looked at the ingredients and they all had estrogenic ingredients. Uh, so I wanted to create one that, you know, helped with testosterone and didn't have those chemical or those estrogenic ingredients in them. So I made that. And then I started still building out the, the supplement line, but, um, yeah, it's good. It's, it's just, a it's a good company. We make great supplements and, uh, and I'm excited to see where it goes. That's cool. What's the name of the company? Uh, Mita Nutra. Mita Nutra, cool. Um, and do they make? Do you make supplements primarily uh, around helping boost testosterone? Do you make all kinds of supplements? All kinds. So we have probably three. Well, D3 boosts testosterone. So I guess that. But every man, woman should take D3. We've got a supplement that block uh, reduces estrogen in men. Um, man greens help with, helps with testosterone and then man mojo is just purely a libido booster man sleep is men and women can take it it's great for sleep um and sleep if you have a good sleep you're going to have higher testosterone levels so there's so many things that can help with testosterone the supplements there's maybe one or two focused on it uh there's probably one supplement that women shouldn't take that's the um, man boost it's just the zinc levels are a bit too high for for, for women, but every other supplement women can take, they just happen to be uh, very good for men without a lot of the ingredients that increase estrogen um, that are found in a lot of supplements and just useless ingredients, just a lot of crap in supplements. So they're just really good supplements. Yeah, I'm going to check those out. I take quite a few supplements myself. I've got a naturopath who's care I'm under. I'm going to, I'm going to send her, um, a link to uh, the supplements that you guys make. I'm going to ask you to check them out for me, but I, I think uh, it's a good yeah, thing for a man to have um, supplements that are specifically engineered for men, you know, and in, in this day and age, a lot of men are dealing with testosterone issues. Uh, a couple of years back, my own testosterone had been plummeting. 
absolutely plummeting. Uh, and, and, and I'll tell you, one of the things I did, which I'm sure you'd agree with, is I started eating a ton more red meat, right? And th- that by itself boosted my testosterone in a big way. And then there's a few uh, testosterone supplements that are out there. Uh, Thorne makes one, Douglas makes a, another one, Testoplex, Testo Plus, and things like that. And, and, and I made sure that I lifted weights. I mean, during this pandemic, you know, not being able to go to a gym was rough. So I very quickly went out and bought uh, a set of uh, whole um, complete set of dumbbells from 10 pounds all the way up to 70 pounds, got myself a good bench, got myself a chin-up bar that I could put over a door frame. And that all helps. That all helps. Yeah. Yeah. With supplements, you're going to boost your, your testosterone levels like 200 to 400 points, which can be a lot. So that can bring you from, yeah, but like you're not going to, it's it, lifestyle is going to, can have the same effect. So you want to do everything. Supplements is supplementing the lifestyle stuff. You got to get in the gym. You got to lose body fat. Um, you got to sleep. And those three things mixed with the right diet and supplementation, you can, it's just like, it's just how you should live. Like you should be eating right training um supplementing like we've got supplements that are help with testosterone man greens is really good and man boost is really good um and then we've got man brain which is a great nootropic it's like the best i take it every day it's like a multivitamin for your brain helps you focus so you've got all the bases covered next is a next the next supplement's wicked it's like a thing you add to your drink it's non-stimulant and it, it helps with energy levels so it makes your water taste better it's all natural organic send me a link brother text me the link well to, to get my nutra.com m-i-t-a nutra.com all right well while i'm interviewing you uh, i'll just write it down here but yeah send me a link um that, but that should be cool man Um, I, th- I think we'll, we want to put it in the show notes for you so people can come and, uh, and take advantage of it, uh, and, yeah, and do this for sure. Yeah. It'd be great. It'd be great. So Chad, I, I like your take on, on masculinity because you think about these issues and you write a lot about them. If there were, if there were three things you'd want to tell a young man or even an older man listening to this show that could help him get in touch with his own masculine power as a man, what would those be? Oh man. Um, Putting you on the spot, brother. Yeah. Getting, I think with men specifically, you're not, uh, there's, let's look at what you, yeah, let's look at what you, so it's easy to, figure out what to do by figuring out what not to do um for baseline male characteristics you can't be weak so you got to be strong you got to get in the gym it's archaic it's antiquated but a weak man is a dangerous man in the wrong sense a strong man is what you want to be you can't be envious jealous gossip all that stuff let the ladies do that um you've got to uh like that's just like the pure masculinity side, but then we're just trying to improve as men. Like a, a man, um, 
you can't just focus on being the best man you could possibly be or being a real man or being an alpha male. You ought to win in life. That's the reality. Uh, men are the breadwinners. We're the caretakers. People depend on us. So you've got to have that baseline masculinity of being strong, being aggressive against fears, uh, you know, not being envious, jealous, staying in your own lane. But then you've got to achieve things. You've got to, um, you know, like we talked about, follow through on the things that you tell yourself and you've got to have goals. You've got to have some drive and ambition. And, uh, and I, I think that like when it comes to that, just following through on your word to yourself is pretty damn important. Um, I don't think very many people do that. You know, I like that quote, a weak man is a dangerous man. And I also like that you say that you should be strong because there's a lot of men um, out there in, in the world of the work of men who don't put a lot of emphasis on that. And I think that's critical. You're not a man. If you're not physically strong, you got to be strong in everything. You got to be physically strong, emotionally strong, mentally strong, but physically rational. You have to be rational, rational. You yeah. can't be an emotional mess. You've got to be rational. I think the, the best example is the, those sleaze bags who, uh, who, always have friends that are girls like they, they, they can't get a girl based on merit. So they slide into the friend zone, talk shit about the the girl's boyfriend or whatever, and then try to pick up the pieces when everything falls to to shit. That's like, that's what I see. Think of when, with a weak man is the, the friend zone guy, you know, not the, so if your girlfriend, wife, whatever has male friends, they're, yeah, those they're are likely, they're they're likely sleaze bags. They're totally. They're, they're they're wanting to they're wanting to get in there. Every guy does. It's just some guys do it off merit. Some guys are are winning. Some guys are achieving things. That's what the the thing with with women that a lot of young men have to understand is you got to forget about them. Don't worry about like skills or pickup lines or anything like that. You just got to win in life, and they come along. Yeah, then, it's, uh, it's true. <laughs> yeah, the guy that that's what women are programmed to want if you look at uh what what women want they want someone the average woman wants someone earning uh equal or more than them yeah i think it's hypergamy right that's what they call it right yeah the average man doesn't care about earnings whatsoever we're we're focused completely on other things looks is obviously number one character and then she's gonna be a good mom good mom you know can she cook does she cook? Like Very important. Does she yeah. like cooking? Not only can she cook, but does she like cooking for you? Or even like if she sucks at cooking, does she show an interest in, in wanting to, to learn that? But yeah. we're, we're focused on like we want completely different things. So you, the guys that are focusing on that, that whole pickup, whatever, learn skills. It's not about that. It's about just winning in life and, and, and they come along inevitably. And winning in life is getting in the best shape of your life, uh, earning more, uh, acquiring, like understanding what it takes to earn um, the skills you need to develop to earn, um, you know, being honorable, being good, all those things. It's not just, it's multifaceted. It's not just one area of your life that you're trying to win at. You know, being honorable is very powerful. And and, and there was a man who came and, and, and we asked these questions in our group, right? And, and we, asked, we asked men um, 
some pretty wild and rad questions. One of them is, what's the most diabolical, shitty thing you've ever done in your life, right? So men had to really reveal themselves. And I mean, take a risk. And, and, and you know, so one of the men said, oh, I, I had a friend, he had a girl I wanted. So I told, I, I convinced him that she wasn't good for him. And then I slid in there and I thought, man, that's pretty fucked up, diabolical shit, man. That guy was your friend. How could you do that to him? He goes, yeah, I know. It's the worst thing I've ever done. I'm like, dude. You that is messed up. That is completely messed up if you think about it. That's but funny. he, you know, he was 22 years old. He's young and dumb. He's done some stupid things. Um, and then there's another dude, right? Who um he this dude came over and said, you know, um, he he'd agreed to come be part of an event all of us were gonna be a part of. And then he came up and he said, Well. I decided I'm not going to be part of your event anymore. He said, well, there's this opportunity. I got to be part of something. I'm this guy. I've been wanting to be part of a, a business thing that he's done. I've been trying to meet him forever. I, I got to do it. This is going to be good for my business. And then he admitted that he'd said yes to us first. And he was blowing us off to take on this better offer. So I said, dude, that's completely dishonorable. That's total horseshit. You made a promise you committed to this. And then all the other men around the table said, yeah, that totally lacks on it. And mm-hmm. the guy sitting there and he does this all the time. Cause how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. That's something I got mm-hmm. from T Harv Becker, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if he's doing this here with us, he's doing it elsewhere. We hammered him. He still didn't change his mind. He still didn't end up keeping his word to us. So he still behaved dishonorably, but I like to think that, you know, something out of that, that is going to be a lesson that's going to go in the back of his mind. Because if it's not, the next time he does this, the consequence to this is going to be even rougher on him, right? One of my mentors said that God teaches you lessons gently at first, but if you don't get it after a while, those lessons are not going to be gentle at all. They're going to be rough and they're going to smack you around until you're broken and bleeding. And 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 then you'll either get the lesson broken and bleeding or you're going to die, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it is. But, you know, what you're talking about over here, I think it's 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 first rate stuff. A man's got to be strong. A man's got to have honor. Right. Uh, a man's got to avoid jealousy and envy and all that petty bullshit. And a man's got to set out to win in life. And if a man's doing all these things, then he's going to restore himself into masculinity he's going to wake up the inner warrior and badass and he's going to be able to live the kind of life that he wants to live he's going to live life as the kind of man that he's always wanted to be good advice mm-hmm. chat yeah. so brother i've enjoyed this conversation i'm real glad that you're in uh, my circle and that we get to speak once in a while i've enjoyed your books i've enjoyed your articles I'm going to be enjoying your uh, your supplements very shortly. We're going to make sure we put all that information in the show notes for you. And thanks very much for coming on the show, man, and sharing your wisdom with the men on uh, on the Sovereign Man podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Anytime. All right, then. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.